All right, welcome and welcome back to Finding Our Spark, where we share our personal perspective on what it's like to be part of the APIA community while looking into stories from past Sparks magazine issues from the University of Florida chapter. We're your hosts, Michelle and Alex, and today we're going to talk about Asian food, both popular and underrated, and how they came to be a big part of us and our lives. If you'd like to stay updated on our episodes, all you have to do is follow our podcast on Spotify, and don't forget to follow Sparks on Instagram to see what we're working on for this semester. Let's do an intro to Asian food. What are some of your favorite Asian dishes? I love anything to do with rice noodles, especially in Vietnamese cuisine. And Chinese cuisine, definitely egg noodles. But I guess the overarching theme here is noodles. Yeah, I know you're a big noodle person. I love them so much. So you like just rice noodles or do you like all kinds of noodles? All kinds of noodles, but I think in Vietnamese cuisine, rice noodles are best. And in Chinese cuisine, egg noodles are best. My favorite Asian dish would have to be tteokbokki. It's a Korean spicy rice cake dish. It's very popular as street food in Korea. So a lot of people have it as like a snack. Some people even have it as like a full-on meal. I just like spicy things. Ooh. I have a preference for spicy food, but also like Korean food tends to be very red mm-hmm. most of the times. I also like Indian style curry. Ooh. I love chicken tikka masala. The closest thing I can get is like a local Indian restaurant mm-hmm. in Gainesville. What about snacks or drinks? I'm not a huge like chips snack kind of person, but I do like Kalpiko and Milkis or Milkies, which are both like soft drinks. Oh, Milkis is like a carbonated milk drink and Kalpiko is something similar, like a yogurt drink. I've only tried Kalpiko, Kalpiko. I don't really know how to pronounce it. But... Me neither. <laughs> I like the original flavor. Mm-hmm. I think I tried original and strawberry. Oh, it was when you gave me both. Yeah. For my birthday. Yeah. I like the original more. Gotcha. My sister liked the strawberry more, which was good because then she ended up drinking most of my strawberry. <laughs> but I've never tried Milkies. It's definitely up there for me. Better than Calpico because it's carbonated. It's like milk soda. It sounds like a weird combination, but I feel like sometimes weird combinations work. It like, is really so well. refreshing and very good. Yeah, like the weird combination of the Korean corn dog with sugar. Mm, yeah. I never thought that sugar would go well with any like salty food, mm-hmm. but I saw that they were rolling it across a big tub of sugar. And I was like, wouldn't that taste weird? But it doesn't taste really good. For drinks, I am a big fan of banana milk. I've never had it before. Oh, really? Yeah. It's basically self-explanatory. It's just banana milk. But for some reason, like, I really like it. I also (laughs) just like milk in general. I'll have plain milk with my cereal, but I like flavored milk, like chocolate milk. I would get it every time. For school lunch, kids, they're not really a fan of milk, but I guess I was just that one kid who likes milk. But I'm, like, really short, so I don't know what happened. (laughs) I was just going to mention that. I was like, for all the milk that you drank as a kid, Mm -hmm. didn't really put in that much work. What (laughs) happened? It's supposed to help me grow. (laughs) Do you have a favorite Asian cuisine besides, like, Vietnamese food? I like Japanese food. I guess the number one thing would be, like, sushi. I love raw fish. I love their rice noodles, which are udon, which is, like, a thicker kind of noodle, Mm -hmm. which is also very delicious. And ramen, which is also very delicious and also (laughs) a noodle dish. I realize that a lot of Asian food have noodles. Yeah. Asian cuisine, besides Korean, I like Thai food and Indian food. I think it was my first time trying Thai food a couple years ago. 
I liked it. It grows on you. That's how I feel about most Asian food, actually. I grew up eating like a lot of varieties of food, so I never have really had that experience. Just like trying something completely new. Other than the time my family went to Cambodia, and Cambodian food is like really good but really scary. How scary! I've it's never like tried. it's like a tarantulas on sticks and stuff, and it's really spicy. N- no, <laughs> <laughs> I did not try it, but I was you know it's something unique for sure. Not bashing it or anything, but. Well, I do get what you mean by tarantulas on a stick because Koreans also eat this thing called bondegi. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it's called in English. Actually, let me look it up really quick. How do you even pronounce pupa? Pupae. 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 Oh wait, yeah, pupa. Pupa. Pupae is plural. Mm, okay, yeah, that's basically what it is. If you want to look it up, go ahead. But <laughs> it's pretty much like tarantulas on a stick. But people eat it with like a toothpick. Like they have a whole cup of it and they just like stick it and eat it. I could never do that. I'm like terrified of bugs. So I can't willingly eat this. How do you feel about eating snails? Because actually that's a really popular like Vietnamese dish. And I like really enjoy eating snails. Maybe if you chop it up and don't tell me beforehand that it, I'd be eating snails. <laughs> Maybe. No. You, you steam the snails or steam them with lemongrass. And then you take it out. With a toothpick the... and you eat it like that. You like stick them with toothpicks and you twist them out and you eat it. That. I've seen people eat snails. <laughs> Would I? You gotta try it at least once in your life. What does it taste like? It tastes like lemongrass. Because you steam it with lemongrass. What's the texture like? Like seafood. Snails over pontegi and tarantulas on a stick. For sure. Okay, if you had to choose what to eat for your very last meal, what would it be? Mine would definitely have to be chicken pho or pho ga. It's basically chicken noodle soup, except for like Vietnamese people. It's like very heartwarming, very warm, very hearty, very filling, nutritious, and very homey. What else is in there besides chicken and noodles? Um, you can add, like, herbs, spices, onions. Oh, pretty much anything. Yeah. My mom will make chicken pho with, like, the chicken feet, and you can also, like, eat that with it as well. And chicken gizzards. That's also pretty good. I would eat my mom's food, but, like, out of her food, I would choose her kimchi jjigae. Ooh. It's so good. I just love kimchi jjigae in general, but, like, my mom's kimchi jjigae, it's, like, sometimes it'll be inconsistent. <laughs> yeah. She has a recipe, but it'll change every time because she never measures. Mm-hmm. Even though it's inconsistent, I still feel like it tastes the same. Still tastes good. Mm-hmm. But I also am a really big meat person. Mm-hmm. So I love Korean barbecue. I love samgyeopsal. See, this is why I can't go vegetarian. Like, yeah. I can't go more than maybe like a month without meat. No, like a couple days. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we have a couple of stories because I think almost every issue has a story related to food yeah i think so pretty much so let's first talk about the story called molding the moon from issue 17 that was two years ago yeah i also wrote a story called got hot pot and it's about hot pot and i totally forgot what i wrote i do not remember a single thing (laughs) that i wrote in that story (laughs) and that was issue 19 two issues after hers yeah (laughs) so the fact that i don't even remember my own which is like much Mm -hmm. uh, later on 
What mooncake flavors do you like? So there are several different kinds of fillings for mooncakes. Some of them include white lotus, red lotus, green bean, red bean, mixed nut, and a few others that I can't remember right now. But one popular, I guess, like filling or filling option is salted duck egg yolk, um, which is like the yellow circle that you see when you cut into a mooncake. Mm-hmm. I like the white lotus filled mooncakes with a double egg yolk. Oh, there's double. Yeah, there's double. You can put two of them in it in a mooncake i don't know what the cultural significance behind that is aside from if you like the egg yolk just put more in it so how are they cooked they're not like raw egg yolk right kind of so the duck egg yolk is like salted it goes through like a salting process i think when it is still raw that kind of cooks them in a way it cures them of like bacteria and stuff so it's safe yeah. to eat. But you can buy them frozen if you want to make your own mooncakes. So. Have you ever made your own mooncakes? No, I think it looks really difficult. But apparently it's really easy. I just don't have the patience for it. Yeah. Cooking food from scratch. Mm-hmm. It's a whole process. And it won't even you don't even know if it tastes good in the very end. So. Yeah. You kind of have to just go with it. <laughs> yeah. Just hope and pray that it'll taste good. Because mm-hmm. all that hard work for nothing or for bad tasting food. Yeah. I only tried a mooncake once, I think, and it was actually a couple years ago when I was sophomore, so like two years ago, and they were like slicing it up, and I took a piece and I ate it. I don't think it was the one with the yolk in it, but there was one with the yolk. Was this at the Sparks meeting? No, because I brought in mooncakes. I remember after I interviewed like my sources for the mooncake story, mm-hmm. I brought in a few mooncakes because my photographer and designer told me they have never tried it before and so i think they cut it up at the meeting i have a funny story of how one time i gave a friend's family a mooncake as like a gift i didn't realize that it wasn't common knowledge to cut a mooncake into like quarters or eighths starting from the center into slices like a pizza slice when i gave the mooncake to my friend's family and they were like american they started eating it from the corner with a fork. And I swear my heart like broke. I was like, what are you doing? That's not you're, how you eat it. You're desecrating this cake. You're supposed to be sharing it by like cutting it into slices and having it with tea, not soda. It was so American. I was very shocked. But after I told them the proper way how to eat it, they were like very respectful and apologetic. So everything was all good. But I did not realize that that was one tradition behind a mooncake that not many people would initially like realize. I wrote the story about Hot Pot and its origins, ingredients, how to enjoy it, and other things like significance and things like that. But I can't go too deep into it because I don't remember much. But that's basically, <laughs> I cover like different sections about the topic, mm-hmm. but you should check it out if you want to know more about it because I can't tell you right now. <laughs> um, what do you call Hot Pot in your country? I definitely do think there are words to describe hot pot in Vietnamese and Chinese, but I cannot remember them Mm -hmm. at this very moment. There are like similar dishes though that you're talking about, like where you have like a big pot full of like vegetables and you dip it in and you like take it out and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. That's basically what a hot pot is. Right. In Korean, we call it shabu shabu. Yeah, it's basically the same thing. Like it's a huge pot with like boiling broth. And then you just have like on the side, a bunch of meat, veggies, seafood, and things like that. And you just like dip it in 
well, I guess not really dip it in. You gotta cook it for a while. Right. But it's pretty quick to cook, um, usually. But there are also like sauces. Yeah. I don't really remember what sauces. There's like a peanut sauce. Oh, the peanut sauce is really good. There's also like a ponzu sauce. Is that what it's called? It's or something like a, like a soy sauce. Yeah, something like a. I think it's ponzu. Yeah. I'm so basic. I eat mine with fish sauce and garlic. Oh, garlic. Yeah. They have like the minced garlic and I just pour like a spoonful of it into my sauce thing with You're fish sauce. You're that big on garlic? I love garlic. <laughs> okay, I like garlic, but I'm not to like that extent. <laughs> I love it so much. It's so good. So do you also eat it like whole? No. Oh, <laughs> you like, like minced. Just like minced. Yeah. Because I know in like Korean barbecue, people also like to grill their garlic or just eat them whole, like raw. I would not do that. I like dumplings. I like noodles, meat, and clams. Oh, clams. And crabs. Like seafood. Seafood is really good in hot pot. I like fish cakes. Yeah, those are really good. And I also like to put in meat. It's pretty obvious now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm not a veggie person, so I don't put in that many vegetables. And my parents <laughs> would always be like, you got to eat more veggies. Mm-hmm. And they like put a bunch of veggies in there for like, them no. to eat. And I'll be like, so you're taking up all the space with all your veggies. The place I go to for hot pot, they have like, sometimes they'll have whole blue crabs that are already like cleaned and stuff, but typically they're cut in half and you just drop them in the soup and you take them out and you eat it with your hands. Do you like spicy broth, regular broth? I generally don't eat a lot of spicy food, so I like like sweet, savory Mm. beef broths. We also had a story on dumplings from issue 19. I like meat dumplings. I like all the kinds. <laughs> yeah, of I was about to say like meat, of course. I like pork dumplings. Do you like steamed or fried? I like both, as long as they are pork filled. I heard that like steamed dumplings are like healthier. I do think there's a difference in not necessarily like the dumpling wrapper itself, but the fillings and how they're used. Like in China, like wontons are the crispy kind, but they're also used in like soup. And gyoza, I think, implies that they're like crispy like fried and dumplings are like the steamed ones i think oh true i don't think i've ever seen like steamed kyoza right well they're they're kind of cooked like half steamed half fried Mm -hmm. but yeah they're crispy yeah for me i think i eat more fried mandu than steamed i should eat more steamed like this is really (laughs) bad for my body (laughs) how often do you eat dumplings not very often on their own the last time i had dumplings i had them with dokpuki sauce that's so good yeah they're pretty popular to eat with like dopoki i think i eat dumplings too often nowadays because i got lazy with cooking since i just have to put them in the air fryer on lazy days i just eat dumplings even by themselves i need to get on that trend a bunch of dumplings just like half of the pack (laughs) it would be like maybe like 10 that's a lot yeah an appetizer is like six That's how lazy I am. (laughs) This story isn't in a print issue, but it's online in the Sparks magazine website. It's called Extra Bubbles, Please, and it's a story about bubble tea, which I know we both like. Love. What's your favorite flavor? Or like, what's your go-to order? This is a pretty deep and complex question. It (laughs) honestly depends on the weather. It depends on what boba tea shop I'm going to. Like different shops have their own specialties and stuff. But Mm -hmm. recently I've been really digging this flavored bubble tea with like the flavored pumps and stuff. Um, I like mine with like lychee, strawberry, and like passion fruit with milk. So that's like really good with boba and stuff. Mm -hmm. But generally I'm a brown sugar latte kind of person. 
Some places they're called brown sugar latte, some places they're called brown sugar milk tea. Yeah. I think they're pretty much the same thing. It's just like milk with like the brown sugar drizzle mm-hmm. around the inside of the cup. I didn't think it would taste that sweet, but it is very sweet. Yeah. But it's still good. I also like oolong milk tea. That became my go-to order. At first, I would drink like the Oreo slush because I also like sweet things. Mm-hmm. And the Oreo slush that I get at Kung Fu Tea, it tastes a lot like misukaru. I don't know how to explain it, but it's kind of like this powdery, like healthy drink that Koreans drink. I've never had it before. It's so funny because I don't like misukaru. <laughs> but, <laughs> but my dad was saying how like, it tastes very similar. Yeah. Is it like a protein powder? Sort of. Yeah, multigrain protein powder. So it sounds pretty healthy. But even I felt like it tastes kind of similar. Yeah. So I'm guessing you would be more of a milk tea person than fruit tea. In general, I'm more of a milk tea person, but I love like super fruit tea and jasmine tea. Mm-hmm. Those are my favorites and they're up there. I think I also prefer milk tea. I've tried a couple fruit teas, but I feel like the tea flavor is a bit stronger in fruit teas. Yeah. Do you know what cheese foam is? I've never tried this before. It's basically what it sounds like. It's cheese flavored foam. I think what they do is they add it powdered cheese or something to milk and they mix it up and they add it to the drink and they pair it with like fruity things to like give that contrast generally. So is the cheese flavor pretty strong or not too much? It's cheesy, but it's more salty than anything. I think it goes really well with like fruit teas, not necessarily like milk teas. Everyone really hypes it up because it's something different and new. I don't think it's like incredible. Mm Mm-hmm. But it's definitely like really good and really unique. So it's kind of like the whipped cream of like yeah (laughs) bubble tea. Yeah. Sort of. I know like boba is like the popular topping, but what other toppings are there? I know you try a lot of different toppings. So the tapioca pearls, there are different sizes, like the small sizes Mm -hmm. as well. I like those. I like grass jelly or herbal jelly. I like lychee jelly. There's popping boba and there's sea salt foam. There's only one or two boba shops that I know of that do sea salt foam. And it's kind of like cheese foam, except very salty. But I really like that too. What does grass jelly taste like? It's hard to describe. It's very like green. When you like eat it, it just tastes healthy. Kind of tastes like green medicine, like grass. Yeah, I would assume like grass and tea, they kind of go well together. for. <laughs> <laughs> How do you personally feel about boba? Do you think it's overhyped? Is it getting the amount of hype it deserves? I personally love boba. So I hype it up myself quite a bit (laughs) when I go out with my friends, especially um, my friends who aren't like Asian. I always tell them, let's go get boba. And they're like, you always want to get boba. Like, what's so good about it? And I'm like, because it's incredible. Once you find like a really good boba shop, it's like definitely a social thing, like a cultural Mm -hmm. social event. So I'm a really big fan of it. I don't understand how boba and all the other toppings are considered like toppings, except like cheese foam though. Cause like they go to the bottom of the drink. Yeah, that's a really good point. So that's like the one thing I'm confused about. Like why is it called a topping if it doesn't even stay at the top of the drink? What do you think they should be called? What's the opposite of topping? <laughs> Sinking, Sinking, bottoming, I don't know. Maybe that's why, because like there's no other way to call it other than topping. Yeah. Like cheese foam, I know it goes to the top. It doesn't right. sink down, right? You can mix it in. Like oh, the yeah, shop yeah. I go to, they mix it in like halfway through your drink. So it's still not like technically a topping. Like maybe mix-ins? Mix-ins. Petition to change toppings yeah. to mix-ins. 
All right, last topic. So, to sum everything up, what do you think makes Asian food unique? I think the number one thing is the different flavors. There's not really one specific flavor that defines Asian food, like especially across the different Asian cultures. But it's definitely really interesting to show someone who's not Asian, like any Asian food, for the first time. They're just like, I've never thought of this flavor and this flavor combination before, and it's definitely really weird at the beginning for them. But、mm-hmm. I grew up with it, so of course I don't think it's weird. Yeah. I also feel really proud that other people who are like non-Asian really like Asian food. Yeah, for sure. Like they grow into it. And they're like, I want to go get sushi, or like I want to go get、mm-hmm. Thai food. Even something as simple as boba. They're like, at first, this is really weird, and they'll get the boba drink without the tapioca pearls and stuff. But eventually, they'll grow into it, and they really like it, and they become big fans of it. You kind of just have to try more to become more familiar with it and see why things are popular. But you don't have to like it. You don't、right. have to like everything. I think I pretty much grew up drinking boba because my parents were big fans of it. Even though they were born in Vietnam, they spent a lot of time in Thailand where it's popular. And in Vietnamese, it's called sintao, which means like smoothie or slush or like、mm-hmm. sweet drink. So that's really popular. Also, if you guys are interested in learning more about the history of like boba and how it came to be, I think the extra bubbles please story like really covers that.、Mm-hmm. See, the reason we don't go too deep into these stories is to encourage you to, <laughs> yeah, because it's more of like a personal、mm-hmm. aspect of those topics. What about the significance of Asian food? Let's go with what does Asian food mean to you personally? I think Asian food represents like a form of uniqueness in my taste and how I was raised and how my culture is represented. I guess initially, if I were to take like an extended metaphor out of this. Um, initially, a lot of people might not find it cool or appetizing or tasty. They just might think it's really weird, just like how they think sometimes our culture is really weird. But they'll grow into it as they like understand more and more, and、mm-hmm. they'll come to respect it. When I think of Asian food, I think of friends and family. I do mention in my hot pot story that a big part of hot pot and other Asian food is that it brings people together. At the end of the day, we're all enjoying the same thing. Good friends and family together, just enjoying food and enjoying each other's company at the same time. So today we talked a lot about Asian food and made ourselves very hungry. Next week we'll go into the Asian arts and entertainment. So if you're into music and media, then I think you should look forward to next week's episode. Thank you for listening, and don't forget to follow us on Instagram, like and follow our podcast on Spotify. We don't have any new updates for Sparks, but all of our staffers are working very hard on their stories, so you'll be able to see the final product at the end of the semester. This week's thank you note is a very special one that goes to Karen, Mariam, Jackie, Annika, and Shota for helping with concessions during the homecoming game. We really appreciate the time you took to help raise money for Sparks. Thank you, and see you next week. <laughs>